And we are here. We're excited. BKFC 17 Fight Week. These shows are always the best because anybody can walk in. You never know what fighter is going to show up. We're live from the hotel where the fighters are staying. I have Rob with me as always, my What's partner up, in crime. Good to see you, buddy. And we have the boss here, the big boss man himself, David Feldman, uh, present. Thank you for being here with us. I know you're very busy during Fight Week. <laughs> like that? And you're, and you're really angry. <laughs> I'm not going to go down this road. I'm a happy man. When the camera's going, I smile. <laughs> so so before we jump into everything, oh, before we, we jump into everything, I want to I know two things. I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about why were you mad at me at last week's podcast. <laughs> and then I want to flip over and say, can you talk about your dream you had last night? Oh, Lord. Oh, wow. Well, this is going to throw our first segment off. This is Actually... Or rewind. Let's just start. I'm sorry. We're going to wipe that out. I just had to make these guys laugh a little bit. Go they ahead, can, Brian. They can comment. And continue starting the show. You're Go. welcome. Thank you, I'm David. sorry, man. They, that's all right, man. They can comment in the comment section what they thought Rob's dream was about last night. It's something really hairy. We'll just get into that. Uh, so let's <laughs> no, it's talk. big news for BKFC. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm BKFC 17 mm-hmm. here uh, this Friday, April 30th. BKFC.com. You can get it on the app. So much stuff we're going to talk about today. And since we have your time for a couple minutes, uh, we want to talk about the main event. It was supposed to be a heavyweight title eliminator. Dylan Kleckler, a lot of people excited versus Josh the Hammer Burns. And, you know, it kind of fizzled out a couple of days ago. What's the whole thing? We've heard rumors. Is it a hamstring tear? What, what's going on with Kleckler? Yeah, he had a he, – he had a. I mean, he is so let down. But, I'm yes, sure. he, he had a hamstring tear. Um, he, was, he was doing his last day of hard sparring, which, you know, it's just unfortunate, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is so, so let down. He will come to it. He will come here. He will be in attendance. He will actually commentate that fight for us. Oh, That's really? awesome. So he'll sit That's in awesome. the booth and commentate that fight. But I feel bad for him because, you know, look, some fighters try to find a way out. This guy definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. He wanted to fight. I mean, this is his future. This is yeah. what he, you know, he, he, he relocated his whole life from yeah. Pensacola to Miami to train for this fight and to train for Burn Knuckle Fighting Championship. I mean, I feel bad for the dude. But we will, we will see him tomorrow, you know. I guess we can ask some questions then. Well, yeah. we were actually uh, in Florida last week talking to him. He was all jacked up. He was ready for the fight, so I, n- I know what you're saying. And I feel horrible for him, too, with making that move. And he's trained his butt off. But Frank Tate, big guy locally. Uh, people sure love is. Frank Tate. They're excited that he's on the card now. Now, it's no longer heavyweight title eliminator. It's just a heavyweight fight now, correct? Yes. Okay, so it's still going to be a banger. I'm still looking forward to it. I know you are, too, Rob. We've oh, been man, talking about be this exciting. card. Um, I think what we want to do here is we have the big boss man here with us. So uh, let's, I love when people call you that. It's the big boss the big man. Boss, boss man. Um, well, let's go through the fight card. Absolutely. I think there's it. been a, yeah, it's a little bit of shake up, a couple of changes. So if we can kind of dive into that, uh, what the fans are going to be yeah, expecting. Yeah, I mean, and, that, and then there's another one that, that uh, we had to switch around at the last minute um, because Frank Tate was Moved fighting. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was fighting Zach. Zach Thomas. I'm yeah. so, mm-hmm. Sorry, Zach. I forgot your. I for, it's a lot going I on. won't ever forget watching you at tryouts ever. <laughs> but I forgot your first name. I'm sorry. But Zach Thomas, he's fighting Zach Thomas, and um, Frank stepped up from fighting mm-hmm. him. So then Bobo Abanin, who always is in there to give and take every single time, oh, yeah. Yeah, stepped yeah. in to fight Zach Thomas. So we actually have two really explosive heavyweight fights on this card now. I mean, it's going to be unbelievable. Yeah. And what an opportunity for both these guys. Bobo needs a win here, I think. And, and I think that uh, to see Tate go up, I talked about this in an interview with him yesterday, about how much this could do for his career within BKFC a win. So he's very aware of that. Let's, sorry to cut you off. Let's talk about Frank Tate a little bit. Please. So what you guys may not know is usually fighters are fighting specifically to make money, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they want to make money and that's why they do it. And, you know, of course, it's a brutal sport and that's what they want to do. Frank Tate, however, owns about a dozen businesses and is very, very well-to-do. Has a huge farm. 
I mean, the guy has so why everything. Is he, why is he doing this? He just loves fighting. He <laughs> loves it. It's funny. He said that to me. He uh, said he literally fight. he loves it. Like because and I went back and forth with Nate a lot because I'm like, nah, stop. And then I actually asked him. I'm like, he's like, I just love this. Like I love it. This is what I like to do. I love it. That's he told it. me that fighting to, brings him peace. When that's he's in the, the difference circle. though. Like he doesn't just. Some guys need to do it, mm-hmm. and they fight their asses off because they need to do it. He fights his ass off because he wants to do it. I mean, he doesn't want to go in there and get knocked out ever. He wants to go in there and knock people out. So that's what he's going to try to do tomorrow night. And I'm, I'm excited to have a guy like that <clears throat> on board, mm-hmm. a local guy that everybody really looks up to around here. And, I mean, he's just every five minutes, do you got any more tickets? <laughs> no, we're out. we're out. We're out of tickets. But, you know, um, he's, he's an amazing guy. Yeah, you can see now, you can see footage of Frank. I mean, he just throws. And, and Frank is a guy, like I said, he told me yesterday that fighting brings him peace. He said it to me more than once. He has a certain peace when he's in there. And uh, to bring up what you're saying, Evan would say this. He was there filming with me. He kept saying over and over, every question, I just love to fight. I just love to fight. So a guy that's come that loves to fight, you know you're going to see some fireworks in that fight. I do believe that. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I mean, that's – I mean – I was actually going over the card this morning, and I'm like, man, from top to bottom again, again, all very evenly matched fights, man. Let's run through the card. Um, that's it. Uh, uh, again, look, Tom Shope has been in some unbelievable knockdown, drag out, bloody wars with us. Some like, of the unbelievable best, fights. Some of the best. Really, probably two of the best fights that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. And you got this guy who's going to step up and fight him, and said, absolutely, I'll take it. No. You know, no problem. So that's another guy who I'm mm-hmm. saying on the debut, are they going to come out really banging? I think he is, and I think it's going to be a great fight. And show has been all over with weight classes, so uh, maybe he'll be more at home in this weight class? I don't know. Was it 155? Yeah, he, he, he fought at 165 a lot, and he said his natural weight was 155, so here he is. He's he's finally coming down to 155, and it, it's going to be a great fight, man. Yeah, Tom I think fans really need to pay attention to that fight. That could be fight of the night. Could that be. could be the dark fight. Rob throwing it out there. Yeah. Rob's got the prediction. I love it. All right, moving right along, we have Jones in Washington. Jones in Washington. Ryan Jones is a guy who came to the Philly tryouts, um, had a great story, brought his kid with him. I mean, just had an unbelievable story. And then he went back home. He was going through a divorce. He had some legal things going through that divorce. I remember this story because mm-hmm. I, I rem- that guy stood out to me because I liked his story. You know, I look how I go to the tryouts, and sometimes I'm like, ah, that guy can really bang. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? that guy's got a hell of a story. Like, yeah. what's your why? And he told me his why, and I actually almost teared up a little bit. I'm like, wow, it's incredible. It's because of his kids, and his wife was trying to take his kids. And I don't, I don't know all his domestic things, and I don't want to get sure. into all that. But I want to say that he had a lot of issues going on, and he came, he came and fought for us on our last fight in March and scored a beautiful first-round knockout. Um, and he's coming up, and who's he fighting? Uh, Washington. Oh, Robert Washington. Robert Washington, Robert Washington yep. actually came out banging. He got knocked out by Lorenzo Hunt, I believe. I think so too. Yeah, he got knocked out by Lorenzo Hunt on our 9/11 card. Yeah, that was the one. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, but he came out banging. So I mean, there's another. I mean, one. it's Lorenzo Hunt, and Eric he's Lozano on this card. Eric Lozano got knocked out. Who's the guy that Lorenzo Hunt stood over and was yelling at? Was I mean, is that Lozano? Luckily, we don't have any audio right did, now. Who did? <laughs> huh? That's right. He got he he Keemon he was, he was a victim. He well. was a victim of a knockout, but it was Keenan Evans came out banging. But I mean, he you know he he got hit he got hit with a. Tremendous! I think it was a right hand, a straight right hand, and got knocked dead. But um, I think he's going to, um, you know, he's going to come out, and it's going to be a, uh, it's going to be another one, another one that's pretty evenly matched. Who else? All right, we got some bad, uh, uh, not some bad blood between them, but bad blood between this person in the main event. Yeah, Chris Saro versus Kakar. 
and I don't want to say Kakar's first name because I will butcher it. <laughs> I have it. As a Tula Kakar. So as a Tula Kakar came to our office. Mm. He he was from Pakistan. I think believed he lived in Texas, and then he lived in Virginia, and then Washington D.C. And he made his well his way up to Philly, where he lives now. Came into the office and just had an unbelievable story where he was on. Um, he was in a he was in a refugee camp um, in a, in in Pakistan. Wow. He he escaped. He went to Australia. Like I mean, just an unbelievable yeah. story. And he ended up coming here to America. That's awesome. And he's fighting Chris Sorrow. And these are two guys that both have something to fight for. Right now, Chris has a good story behind him. Came out two devastating knockouts and then got knocked out. And he has a lot to prove right now. Yeah. People mm-hmm. are saying, were the two first fight, were the first two fights that he had flukes? You know, was he matched right? Were they guys that he should have beat, or does he really have devastating knockout power? We'll know well, tomorrow I'm, night. we're going to know tomorrow night because mm-hmm. Ezatola has something to fight for. Like he really has something to fight for, and what he's fighting for is he's fighting for freedom. He's fighting for being able to stay here in the United States, the greatest country in the world. He's he, you know, he wants to live here and be able to provide for his family. So that's what he's fighting it's for. It's, just, it's for. just a different story. And I think that he's going to come out, I mean, smoking, man. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that it's going to be uh, him him trying to solidify his spot so he can stay here. I agree 100%. And that that could put him over the top. I mean, it, it's like anything you do in life. Like like if, if the fans aren't really fighters out there, but they love fighting, but, you know, they, they go to job every day. Why do, you go, why do you go to your job every day? Why are you going to work every day? because you have something that you're doing that for, right? Your family or this or that. Mm-hmm. And this dude has his why, and his why is incredible, powerful. man. Powerful. I'm in a refugee camp. It's unbelievable where he is right now. As tough as it comes. And um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that fight. Me too. Speaking of looking forward, Bobo O'Bannon is coming back, and he's facing uh, from one of our tryouts, Zach Kalmus. Yes. So Zach Kalmus was a uh, – he tried out right outside of, um, of Tampa at the uh, – a facility we did one of the total line events at um and he was throwing hard punches and making a lot of noise like he was like <laughs> whenever he punched and i was like you know i've been in this for a long time and usually it's the loudest guy in the room is usually can't fight so i went up to him and i told him that i said i said look you're looking good but you know usually the loudest guy in the room can't fight he said yeah. he said watch me fight he said give me a contract watch me fight and you'll see if the loudest guy in the room can't fight or can fight so I'm like, you know, he looked sharp. He looked, you know, he was doing good. He's a big heavyweight. Mm. He's got it, you know, he's got like a little bit of a persona to him. So, you know, we're going to see what happens in this one. He's fighting Bobo Bannon, who came out smoking in, in his first two fights. Like his oh, first yeah. fight, it was just an unbelievable fight. Do you remember the guy he fought? Remember you, um, he would actually looked a little older, but he could fight his ass off. And he was actually on the Olympic team or the Olympic trials with uh, with Antonio Tarver, Oof. and he came out and he fought Bobo Bannon. I mean, an unbelievable fight. Dropped Bobo. Bobo got up and knocked the guy out. And then Bobo came back to fight um, former UFC fighter Mike Kyle again. Mm-hmm. Got dropped right away. Got yeah. up and knocked Mike Kyle out. So this is a guy who can take a punch and deliver a punch. And he's fighting. Um, you know, Zach Kalmus, who who really wants to make a name for himself here again, another one that could be fighter tonight. Yeah, I mean, all fair. Me and Brian were talking about this. We were watching the tryouts, which you can watch right now on the BK TV app. Uh, Zach Kalmus, his hands are like, you know, catchers. Yeah, they are, great, man. great story, and that's something. As long that's as his face fight. isn't like a catcher, <laughs> <laughs> we're in good shape. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one for sure. Um, and up next, we have Angelini. 
um, by way of Italy. Yeah, Italy. Um, and Rogers. Yeah. So Dimitri Angelini has been a guy who's been trying to fight for us for a long time. Just just Cushman um, is or was his manager, and I think they're having some problems now. I'm not exactly sure what's going on, but he's here. He's um, he wants to make a name for himself, and you know he's coming to America to to fight in you know the fast growing combat sport in the world. Right. Go back to Italy and tell everybody what he did as they're watching him fight. So. You know he's he's trying to make a big impression here, and I think he's he's fighting um, Ronnie Rogers. Ronnie mm-hmm. Rogers is a dude that can really really bang. This dude can bang another one that could be a great fight. The one thing about Dimitri is he doesn't know how to back up. He doesn't have great head movement or know how to back up. He just knows how to walk forward and bang. Because I saw I, I saw him fight. He mm-hmm. fought bare knuckle in England a few times. Wow. And okay. Yeah, he's uh he can fight. We're actually going to be talking time allowing to Dimitri here in a couple minutes. Uh, oh, he's going to awesome. come on just really quick to kind of get a feel for him. We got a lot of the other people coming on again. Time allowing because you can never tell these things so, go. Rush me along, guys. All right. Get me <laughs> out of you here. got what I was saying. All right, we're going to keep him even. Uh, the <laughs> future bout of the evening: the juggernaut Lorenzo Hunt versus Josh Dwyer. Oh, D Day Dwyer, uh, man. Where's that one going, man? That's I mean, this is it's that that's. My most anticipated fight. Like I can't wait to see that fight. These are two guys that do not know how to back up. Really don't know mm-hmm. how to back up. They just come forward. I mean, actually, people were making fun of Josh Dyer because he was, he was eating some punches in his last fight. Like literally, like <laughs> and walking forward and being like, "I'm going to knock you out," and he ended up knocking out Jared Warren. And, and um, yeah, at uh, I think that, it was um, yeah, that, that was at the. Was that the 9-11 show? Yep. And you, yeah. you can actually catch that on our YouTube page right now. That full fight, free fight is available. Yep. That nice. was a great fight. That was nice. a great fight. So, that, again, another coin flip. You know, I don't know, man. Uh, I can tell you, from looking at social media, I do Whoever the makes these odds must have a hard time making these odds. <laughs> sure. Everyone's excited about that fight on, online as well. It is. Uh, a lot of people, if you're looking at it, though, from what I saw, a lot of people are saying maybe Lorenzo over Dyer is very close. So I'm excited for that as well. What else do we have we're looking at? All right. We got the co-main event of the evening. Marcel Stamps, Swift. Alabama's very own, versus Mike Richmond, the Marine. <laughs> the Marine versus the former University of Alabama football player. The only thing that concerns me here a little bit for Marcel is did he cut too much weight? You know, he is fighting Mm. in the 175-pound quarterfinal for the 175-pound Athlete who also was a stellar University of Alabama linebacker and so CFL. He's in the CFL as at, well. At, wow. the CFL, so, so we don't, you know, anything can happen with him. And um, I don't know, man. But Mike Richmond's another guy, a Marine, fought in Bellator, fought all over the world. He, he's been in Iraq, did tours of Iraq. I mean, this guy fought, fought in the UK, bare knuckle. So oh. I mean, it's just going to be a great fight. And he also talk about Tom Schoaf's handlebar. This dude it's, has handlebars. It's fantastic. I saw the promo <laughs> He's got shot handlebars. He's got a grease like points. It's great. <laughs> yeah, now man, you got so. Diaz, you got Schoaf, and you got Richmond, the best mustaches in BKFC yeah, so right now. Um, and they can throw hands. Yeah, that's, that's the right. best. I'm really looking forward to that one, too. And then the main the, event, man. Yeah. Like, main event. The one thing about Frank Tate is he, he, he always comes forward. I mean, he got knocked out by Dylan Kleckler after rocking Dylan Kleckler. Yeah. And then he not, he had an unbelievable fight, got dropped, got up, dropped Teddy Webster, had a great fight with Teddy Webster on one of our other shows in um in Mississippi. Man, it was just tremendous fight and he's going you know, he's fighting Josh Burns who Look at those shots. You know, I said it like this, like both of these guys don't really like they come and throw bombs. Yeah. And it's gonna be who has the best chin and who has the best will is gonna win this fight. 
But I think they both have equal ability. Yeah, the napalm bombs are coming. I'm looking for that too. There's Josh Burns there on screen now, man. He's ready to rock too. We're going to talk to Josh a little bit later again, time allowing. Uh, Dave, this is the way where I politely say to you, I know you have a lot to get to. You have to bring other leaders in. So go attend to your other business. Is that I, correct? I think that's about right. <laughs> Is that the correct way to do this? So if you guys do talk about Rob's dream, just let me know. <laughs> Join in the comment section. Thanks yeah, for coming All right, guys, on. I'm going to go get Dimitri. All right, Thanks cool. very much, Dave. Thank you, Pleasure. Dave. BKFC.com, BKTV app. You can grab it there and watch this fight. It happens this Friday. We're all looking forward to all kinds of great content in the BKTV app. We have uh, unreleased interviews that we've never seen. That's why they're unreleased, Brian. <laughs> we have uh, the tryouts, which I love. We always talk about those. And coming up, I tell you, on this show right now, we have Dimitri coming in next, Dimitri Angelini uh, from Italy, who's fighting Ronnie Rogers. Mm -hmm. Excited to check in with him and see what's going on there. That'll be a quick one. And also, we're going to try to talk to Josh Burns. Uh, looking forward to him, too, in the main event. I believe we have Dimitri coming in right now. Come on in, man, please. No, come on and sit down. He's trying to be professional, be quiet. We're, we're not always the most professional. Yeah, we're going to hit a commercial oh, we got first. A commercial. Yeah, we got a great commercial from Tiger Life. We gotta pay the bills. Where's my Tiger Life? They're here. I want my I know, Tiger man. First time I'm Tiger Life in months. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship makes its Alabama debut Friday, April 30th. Watch as knockout artists Josh the Hammer Burns and Dylan Bad Boy Kleckler knuckle up in a heavyweight title eliminator. And BKFC vet Marcel Stamps prepares for war with the undefeated Marine Mike Richmond. Plus eight more Bare Knuckle Fights. Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship 17, Friday, April 30th, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, only on the Bare Knuckle TV app. Download it now at bkfc.com. Back. I thought we were going to Tiger Life there, but we are going to BKFC app. That's good stuff. Uh, shout out to Tiger Life as well. But I'm excited, Rob, because I Dimitri's well. here from, it from Italy, from Italy. Yeah, what, from what, Italy. What part? Uh, Verona, North oh. Italy. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, so you're fighting Ronnie Rogers coming up Friday. Yeah. Uh, first time in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. First time in Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, but it's not first time in Bare Knuckle. Which uh, is interesting to know. I have a free fight in Bare Knuckle in England. Uh, it's not a news for me, but uh, yes, for the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, the first time. Let me ask you, uh, Bare Knuckle is a specified sport. Not everyone can do it. Not everyone wants to do it. Why Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship for you? Why, why do you, what drives you to do Bare Knuckle? Why I do this, yes. you know? Um, after... After 10 years uh, in kickboxing, I lost my motivation no? uh, to fight. Uh, I don't want to fight in MMA. I don't want to fight in box, uh, Muay Thai, and other sports combat. Uh, one time I see on YouTube a video of a fight uh, in England of BKB, and my mind, I told, hey, what is it I want to do? And uh, after this, I, I start to contact the, the promoter, the, the gym, uh, the another manager, and... Uh, and I go to Hangla to fight. It's simple. Wow. So you just said, this is something I need to be involved in. And now here we are. Uh, Rob, I know that you probably have a plethora of questions for him. Anything you have? Yeah. Uh, obviously, BKFC is one of the biggest organizations, the biggest bare knuckle yeah. fighting championship organization in the world. Um, what's the difference that you found going from boxing, going from kickboxing oh. into the world of bare knuckle? You mean uh, about organization or mean about sport sport in general is a different sport it's another sport um, it's another world it's not all also boxing all boxing it's not only boxing sorry it's a uh, Muay Thai because we have to clinch no mm -hmm. dirty boxing clinch uh, yes is a is another sport it's another sport um, I prefer to box I prefer to box, okay, stay in the middle, exchange, okay, 
but yes, it's another sport. It's not uh, it's not uh, near to box. It's not near to MMA. It's not to near. It's another. It's another world for mm-hmm. me. It's, this is for me my opinion. So being another world for you, and you come from a kickboxing background also. Was it hard for you to not throw a kick? Yeah. Did you have to mentally like get your mind right to not throw a kick? Yeah, for me is when I when I start to to training, but when I do the first fight, it's very hard for me because uh, yes, another style, another guard, no, another movement, foot footwork. Before I don't have too much footwork. Now yes, uh, yes, the first time I have a big big difficulty. Yeah. All right. Well, we're looking forward to the fight with Ronnie Rogers coming up. Uh, I, I know you have limited time. Before we get you out of here, I, I always like to find out if fighters visualize their fights. A lot seem to. Have you visualized this fight, and where do you see the fight going? In my mind, you yes, think? sir. You mean? Yes. Every day, it's a free month. I think this. <laughs> uh, but every time you think in my mind, you think in your mind in in the fight change. You know? Yeah. Yes, I'm here for win. I'm alone, I'm away from my family, from my daughter, from my girlfriend, mm. from three months. I'm not here for joke, I'm not here for blame. This is my life. I, I eat with this, no? Yeah, of course. And um, I want to come back to, to, my, to the win because I am the one, the first Italian to fight in this promotion. I want to I wanna win, yes, for my country, for my, for my team, for me. Yes, I, in my mind, I have to win, yeah. And being, being away from your family and training here for three months, you know, what does it mean for a win in BKFC? And where would you like to see um, you know, your future moving forward? My future? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, my future, uh, I hope here. I hope in BKFC. I want in BKFC. I'm here for this. I'm here for show my, my, my style, my quality, no? And uh, I'm here for, for, for stay here. In my mind, with my coach and my team, you, you mean how many times I stay here, how many times I stay with my family? You mean this or about this? Well, you know, it's, a, it's very hard when people, fighters, have families and yeah, the training yeah. regimen. Yeah, yeah. for me the first time. Mm-hmm. For me the first time. No. Usually I go four days before, no? Uh, in England, you take the airplane, one hour, mm-hmm. yeah, and you come back home. Now, it not not simple, no. Uh, yes, very hard. It's very hard because uh, in Italy now we have more too much problem, more problem, um, family problem. Uh, no good, no. Mm-hmm. But my mind is still focused. Um, yes, I, I know I do this for me, but I know I do also for my family, no. Yes. And uh, this is motivating me. That's a wonderful way to think about it for your family, for you. Uh, and, and we wish you a lot of luck. We're excited to see your fight. Now, my Italian mm-hmm. is, is very rusty. I haven't been to Italy in a while, but I'm going to say grazie. Grazie. Right? Grazie. 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 Thank, you. Yeah, thank, yeah. thank you for coming on today, man. Thank you. We're thank excited you. to thank watch you. you fight. Sorry? We're very excited to watch you fight. Oh, thank you. Best thank of you. luck thank tomorrow you. night. Best thank of you. luck, my man. Thank you. All right, we have a lot of other stuff coming up as well. Um, if you want to go, you know, if you want to eat, I don't know if you've done your weigh-ins yet. I don't know what you want to do. But we have other fighters coming on as well. We appreciate you coming on today. And uh, Thank you very much. We, yeah, it was great to talk no, to you, man. I appreciate you. So I, I think you. we have Josh Burns coming up, who's in the main event against uh, Tate now, Frank Tate. Mm-hmm. 
and we have a lot of other stuff as well. I think we're going to hit commercials right now, so let's go into commercials, and then we'll be back with Josh Burns. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Welcome to the world of Bare Knuckle TV. Watch every live Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship pay-per-view event for only $3.99 per month. Enjoy our all-new library of content, including unlimited access to the full archive of BKFC pay-per-views, behind-the-scenes access, exclusive BKFC original series, and additional live variable fights from around the globe. You can access it anywhere you want, anytime you want, instantly on most streaming devices. It's available right now on the Barnacle TV app. Over 1,000 hours of on-demand content, uncut and uncensored. All here, anytime you want, anywhere you want, for only $3.99 a month. Subscribe now exclusively at BKTVapp.com. Oh, man. The champ is here. At least now he's the champ. He has some kind of title over his uh, yeah, what, his what type of belt do you have over yeah, there, Josh? Josh the Hammer on, Burns is with us. This Good is to a, see This is the belt my son, my eight-year-old son, gave me. So, Oh, uh, that's awesome. Hold yes, on. Sir. Screech that's the brakes. Eight-year-old son gave yes. you... When did he give you that? After my last fight, he heard an interview after the fight saying that I needed a belt. He didn't have one. I was going for the belt. So that's for Christmas... Awesome. This was my gift, so I'm carrying you it for with Christmas? Me. Yes. So That's he awesome. said, Dad, you got it. Just give me a shout-out on after the fight, so I'll be on YouTube forever. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so cool, man. I love that he right, did right. that. Well, he's obviously excited about your big main event coming yeah. up. Uh, Frank Tate got switched. It was Dylan Kleckler. You can watch that mm. BKFC.com, BKTV app. So I'm just going to come out of the gates fire, and Josh, we've seen you fight. We, we've seen you in your career. Uh, has this happened before? I'm sure it has, where a fight gets changed on such short notice. Yeah. And how, I mean, does that play with your mind at all? No, I, I've dealt with this multiple times and uh, actually a couple times over in Europe and literally the day of the fight. And it's happened here with BKFC now a couple times. So uh, <laughs> I'm used to it. I'm, I'm the opponent changes, but the mission stays the same. Mm. So that's what we're here for to do. Now, I saw, or I actually heard through the grapevine, it's a rumor, I don't know. Um, I was waiting to be picked up at the airport, and I was going to be excited. I was going to ride over here with Mark Coleman, the legend. Yeah. But apparently, we waited and waited, and Mark didn't show up. Is something going on with your camp? Is he going to be here? What's going on? No, Mark's not going to be here this time. He was a little under the weather. He didn't want to yeah. risk getting me sick or anyone else sick. So mm -hmm. he's staying home for this one, and uh, love you, Mark. So, yeah, so Mark will be here for the next one. He's just doing what's right for the team, make sure that he doesn't get anyone else. Very unselfish of him. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I was just curious if he's going to be here or not. Yep. Uh, but we're excited. I mean, Frank Tate, who's coming to bang. We know you come to bang. We've seen your history. Uh, going into the fight, I mean, what are the keys to victory here for you? I just pretty much to continue to be my style, which is a pressure style. And uh, it literally doesn't change from the Kleckler uh, approach. We, we were going to pressure Kleckler until he broke. Same thing with Tate. We're going to push him until he breaks. All right, I know Tate says he loves to fight. You love to fight, so I'm excited. Rob and I were actually like two school children jumping around about this fight, so excited about it. I mean, Kleckler was going to be a great fight. Don't Absolutely. get me wrong. Absolutely. But if we had to put somebody else in, Frank Tate, huge favorite locally. People love him around here. So either going to be very happy or maybe very disappointed at the end of this fight. Uh, Rob, some of the stuff you were talking about, please. Yeah, so you were obviously looking at Kleckler, how his fighting style matched up with yours. Now, with the change of opponent being so last minute, um, do you see any problems with that? Do you see Tate giving you any issues? And every, every fighter can give you issues, and every mm -hmm. fighter has their, their own attributes that you have to pay attention to. He's, he's a very big man. He's got a very long 82-inch reach. So it's going to be about me outworking him. And uh, yeah, I know he did fight Kleckler, but uh, they're both very passive fighters. They're not aggressive. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a complete night and day difference between how I fight. So we're just going to see how it works. 
Yeah, I, we're excited to see how it works. And I also am excited to see, you know, you come out there. So your, your ring entrance last time, I believe, was MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This. Is yes. that always going to be the same? No. Are no. you always going to dance the same when you walk out? I really can't <laughs> dance, so yes, I'm going to do my jig on the way down. That's, you always look, like, relaxed and like you're about to have fun. And that's why I'm excited because in interviewing Frank Tate yesterday, he was saying the same thing. He just loves to fight. He said, we said earlier, he finds peace in fighting. And I know from talking to you and being around you, you love to fight as well. Uh, how, how do you stay so relaxed just because you're so prepared? I, it's just, you know what, it, it's a process. You learn it over a period of time. And I, in the beginning, I was always tense, tight, wanted to you know, kill somebody. Mm-hmm. And I found that I produce better offensively when I'm relaxed. When I'm relaxed, I'm chill. I'm having a good time laughing, joking all the way up into the ring. You know, And uh, that switch hits. But I've been relaxing the entire so I had don't waste any unnecessary energy leading up into the, the ring. Now, I, when I was also talking to Frank, I, I just kept saying to him, like, do you know what a big opportunity this is? Because, I mean, you, you had and still have a big opportunity in front of you. Uh, we know it's not a heavyweight title eliminator anymore, but it is a heavyweight fight. Uh, can you speak on how you felt when you found out it wasn't going to be a title eliminator? I mean, did that play on your mind at all? No, n- nothing changes for me. I know what I can do, and I'm pretty sure that Dave and BKFC knows where I'm going. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure uh, as long as I take care of business on Friday, there will be no change. I will be going for Sam and uh, Joey. I-, I love it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Sam and Joey, I, you have if, if you end up going after Sam or Joey after this fight, so before we knew, you guaranteed to be going yeah. after one of them. Now I'm going to ask you, as a fighter, after this fight, when you get your win, what comes next for Josh Burns? What fight are you looking at? I'm looking for the fight. I'm going to go down in person, watch the fight in person. And they both present their unique uh, obstacles, per se. And uh, I I believe I stopped both of them. And they both have different styles. So uh, it just depends on who wins the fight. Now, have they spoken to you yet, BKFC officials? If you get through this fight and you win this fight, since it's not a title eliminator anymore, are you automatically going to fight one of them now since Kleckler's out? Or is there another thing they're going to put against you to see if you get through that? Yeah, my understanding is as long as I produce and uh, get a W that nothing changes and I will fight the winner out of Joey and Sam. Okay. That's awesome. it. Against the guy that front Tate, I have a lot of respect for you and, and I know what you've done in the industry, but it's a tall order and I'm looking forward to you watching you uh, just kind of run through that tall order if you can. Yeah, no, absolutely. Frank Tate, he's a hell of a fighter. I mean, he's going to come to fight and bang. He's a big man, which you got to be careful with that. He's a heavyweight. You, <laughs> a lot of people, you get hurt. That's a lot of ass behind him. So, sure. you know, you got to come in there and be on your toes. But I plan on having the same uh, mission doesn't change. Never does. Well, look, I know that you're getting ready. You can take your title. You can shout your son out as well on YouTube here if you'd like to. Gabriel Carlton, thank you, sir, for my belt. I will be putting this over my shoulder after I win this fight on Friday. I'm looking forward to it. And I just want to thank you also before you get out of here. For I know that you hop in the comments section sometime. We always like hearing from Josh Hammerberg. It's fun when the fighters <laughs> get in there, it. too. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Best of luck, my man. Yeah, I'll take that. Thanks, Josh. Man, you hit man. hard, dude. Stay <laughs> with Don't be hitting me. <laughs> Good to talk to you. Let's go to commercials and we'll come back. We have another guest. It's chaos here. It's fight week. We never know what's going to happen. Let's see what happens when we come back from these commercials.
I told you we didn't know what was coming on next, but now I have to say it's gimmick infringement. But hello, hello, hello. I can't do it. Oh, you can't it. do it. I can't do it like Houston. You do it. Say it, please. Are you really going to make me do that yes. now? Yes. Let's give a little taste. You know Fo- you want to. Folks, the best thing that you can do is turn into the BKTV app and hear me say hello times three as well as I could. But for right now, hello, hello. And may I add, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He's working the camera. So, Houston, uh, you're a ring announcer like no other. Um, it's interesting to watch your outfits. You're actually dressed way down right now. I'm not used to seeing you like this. Um, where is the, the outfits? Where do they come from? Where's the inspiration? Why did you start doing that? I started looking at my competition, and I saw all these other ring announcers that literally could pass for maitre d's or uh, uh, pallbearers. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And I just didn't want that anymore. <laughs> the inspiration came from when I was announcing with a road fighting championship in Korea because I started seeing all these wild fashion trends that were taking place in Korea and how people adapted you know, to those fashion trends and how much they celebrated it. So mm-hmm. I said to myself, you know what? Nobody's really kind of rocking this right now. I think I could probably pull it off. So I worked with a couple of different uh, designers, a couple of different uh, fashion consultants and stuff about that. And lo and behold, the style is here. Now, Rob was saying off the air, I hate to throw you under the bus, but it's sure. true. We were talking about this as you're on the way in. At first, people seemed to dislike it. They, they were ripping on it. They were, they were, who's this guy? What's he doing? This guy looks like a fool. But now they've come to kind of like it. They, they like to see what you're going to wear next. Uh, what was it like dealing with, I don't want to call it hate, but the dislike? Oh, no, it was hate. Is it hate? Okay, <laughs> oh, no, so, it was yeah. hate. I'm trying to be. Uh, <laughs> I believe somebody on MMAfighting.com said the ring announcer looks like Brian Bosworth in the year 3300. Boz. <laughs> it, really, it was really bad. Actually, that one made me laugh a lot. Uh, the platinum blonde hair at BKFC1 that I was sporting in addition to the jackets Oof. didn't help. I had so many of these little marks on these chat forums say that, you know, why did they decide to hu- uh, hire the Hunger Games announcer? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's funny. But no, no, I, um, I, I love it now. And uh, it was just something that I had to stick through because mm-hmm. I knew it was going to set me apart from the rest. And eventually, people recognize style. Mm-hmm. You know, it may take them a little bit longer because they're so used to so many announcers in regular suits, in regular tuxedos. There's only so many of us that take the extra step when it comes to our suit game. Well, I can say because I see him in the back when we're getting ready to announce him and all these suits. Those suits weigh like 50 pounds, and they, you just like have to drink a lot of water before you're sweating your brains out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's always interesting to see what Jeff's going to wear and. Uh, I'd like to see what he does in the ring, but in the ring, you've done this for so long. You've been part of BKFC. What do you think as a ring announcer, you get a charge out of announcing certain decisions or, or, or helping the crowd understand how exciting this is. What has been your favorite, do you think, uh, decision to announce? Was it one that meant a lot to you? Anytime that I get a split decision or if I'm in a situation like my most favorite decision that I remember of recent memory was definitely at Knuckle Mania between Dat and Johnny. Because, I mean, not, you had to figure who was there. We had Shaq presenting the belt to the winner, mm. and that was cool enough as it is. But when you know that you had a lot of um, Johnny's supporters there, as well as a lot of Dats, because, yeah. you know, Vero Beach, Florida, you know, so he's a Floridian, so he, a lot of people were really looking to see him take home the belt. I like milking that second between and... Yeah new or still some mm. people rush right into it or they drag out and, and you know like certain announcers are doing right there and they think that they're the innovators of that i'm like are you kidding people have been doing that announcers have been doing that forever 
you just found a different way and you're on a different network. That's all it is. It's mainly the fact that you're on a different network and that's why people think that you're the innovator when in fact you're a duplicator. There you mm-hmm. go. Good way to put it. What's your favorite? Aside from that, you've seen a lot of the BKFC action up close since you're the ring announcer. Not just announcing, but what has been, do you think, your favorite fight in BKFC? Mm. Oh, by far my uh, favorite fight is uh, Joey Belt was the Joey Beltran and... Um, I'm having a brain fart, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize for that. It happens to the best of us. And I have such. them all the time. <laughs> but it was, uh, BK, it was BKFC1 with uh, Joey Beltran oh, Tony and Tony Lopez. Lopez. Thank, thank you very much to our unsung heroes behind the scenes <laughs> on the assist. I appreciate that. Apparently, I'm, uh, I'm a little off right now, but I'm really trying not to be off. But that was definitely, and still to this day, is my favorite fight because that really set us on our path. And not only that, a lot of people don't know that originally that was not scheduled to be on air. It was a dark fight. It it was supposed to be a dark fight. And because of the pace that we moved at, it was fortunate enough that it got pushed up to the co-made event. And it just would have been a tragedy if the world was only able to see that on a, a YouTube or repeat and not live. And the fact that they got to see it live and you saw, you had those two heavyweights that put everything on the line. There are so many other fights that I like, but that one has a very special place in my heart because BKFC one has a special place in my heart. A lot of people ask me when you were over there for the first time, <clears throat> what was the moment that you knew that BKFC was going to make it not only make it, but it was just going to be a rocket to the moon. My, 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 when I truly felt that is when I stepped in the squared circle for the first time. Really? It's weird because I've been a part of so many debuts of so many promotions over the years. Here and gone but I've things. never seen anyone with a custom-built ring yeah. out the gate, out of the, out of the first show. Event when one. I started looking at all the craftsmanship and I started looking at something so incredibly different for the first time out, I, I said, this is, this is something special. This is going to be something incredibly special, and I was right. You just felt it, man. Uh, so as far as uh, this card coming up, which, by the way, BKFC.com, you can get it with BKTV app. It's definitely worth your money. Uh, there's a lot of great fights on this card. Is there one particular you're looking forward to? Oh, I'm definitely looking, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, my man, uh, Ryan, the, uh, uh, Ryan the Juggernaut. You know, We got two Juggernauts. Again, I know. I know. on this card. <laughs> but uh, the Lorenzo fight is going, to be, is going to be amazing. The main event dynamics now take on uh, a different life, and I really like that because now we have a Birmingham native Hometown that's boy. stepping up to the plate for the main event, and a lot of people are coming to see sure. Frank Tate. A lot of people are coming to see Frank Tate. So that makes it a very interesting fight against Josh. And, of course, Josh was just on here and saying, you know, you know, it's it's funny what can happen with the heavyweights. Anything can happen with the heavyweight division. True. That's why it's exciting. And, you know, I, I know from being in Birmingham around the area, uh, people are very excited. They're excited for Kleckler, but I've had more than one person when I'm wearing my shirt say they're excited to see Frank Tate. They're coming to the fight to see Frank Tate. And then you got Marcel Stamps, who is beloved in the Ugh, football community here. Very much so. He said a lot of the University of Alabama, roll tide, roll tide. A lot of the University of Alabama people are, uh, are coming to watch him, former players and stuff, so he's excited. I just think that for a debut here in Alabama, I don't think we could have had a better car with the Alabama natives. And Not I love Kleckler, and I'm sorry for what happened to Kleckler, but to put Frank Tate in his spot, I think that works perfectly. Absolutely. I think, so, I think so, too. But one of the fights that I think that the fans are really going to have to look out for is going to be this newcomer to uh, Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, uh, uh, Izatula Kakar. You were telling me about what this. A, what an incredible story. Mm. 
from this new addition to Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship as far as his backstory. It's really incredible. And he gets one hell of a test for his first fight out in the form of Chris Sorrow. Who needs to reprove himself. He's got to reestablish himself now. We were talking about this earlier. And I I believe that he's going to have that opportunity. But when you come up against someone of Ezatula's background and what he has been through personally Mm -hmm. in his life, I mean, he's fighting for everything. He's fighting for his life. He's fighting for continued freedom, for continued existence here in the United States because, you know, he's just really found where he belongs. And he says that he's tailor-made for bare-knuckle fighting. And when you have someone say that, it gives you goosebumps. It gets you pumped, man. It gets you ready. Yeah, it's it's, exciting. And and we're looking forward to that fight, too. You were talking about that story. And like I said, Sorrow's really got to prove himself. Mm -hmm. We talked about that, how he's got to reestablish himself. So there's a lot of great stuff in this card. Uh, Jeff Houston, thank you for joining us today. It's always a pleasure. My pleasure, Um, guys. I guess guess now that's the end of the show almost. I I guess we're almost done. Oh, man, we're wrapping it up already. We have the Wayans. We have the Wayans. We got to get to the Wayans. We got to get ready. So I'm going to say to Jeff Houston, I wrote this myself, <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thanks for joining us. And uh, this Thank has you, been Ryan. great. BKFC.com, April 30th. Make sure you get the BK TV app. There's so much good stuff going on here. We don't want you to miss it. We're excited. We know you're excited, too. So with that, I guess we say, that's always my playoff music. I wish to hit that. We say, knuckle up. Thanks for being here, guys. See you.